Have you seen these? I mean, I know you guys don't use Instagram as much as I do, but it's like every story I post, there's like five bots at the bottom. And the name of the account is always something. It's something like not grammatically quite correct. Mm. Like watch my first sex. (laughs) (laughs) Watch Watch my first threesome. It's always something like that. And I'm like, what's the purpose of this? Well, you see that. You're like, oh, I am interested in watching this person's first threesome. Uh, How brave of them to share it. So you click on it and all of a sudden you're in and they're like, hey, you know, subscribe via PayPal or whatever. Or while while you're here, can I interest you in these Cutco knives? (laughs) Oh, I see. So they're just selling. Okay. They're pushing stuff. Interesting. Buy a Casper bed, will you? Not like we're screaming. Act proud of Yeah, I'm sorry that we've been so loud and rude. On the train, on the train, on the train, yeah, on the train, on the train. Doors closing. <laughs> Brandon just counted himself down with a silent three, yeah. two, one, and then pointed right. to us and then to I, tell himself yeah. to go. And then I laughed at myself. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Four Guys on a Train, Uh, the biggest podcast in the nation now, according to uh, the Pew Research Council. Uh, I'm Brandon. I'm Pete, the bad boy of podcasting. And I'm Rick, your nasty podcasty boy. (laughs) That that nasty casty dude. (laughs) You know it. Oh, the sexiest, the sexiest gentlemen in podcasting are here to bring you another fun-filled episode we're making a lot of claims here well don't look and the thing is yeah nobody can can refute it so you know it's true what are they what are they gonna say no you're not you can't prove that yeah you can't prove you can't prove it that you can't go to pewresearch.com and prove that no no no, no. Yeah, don't, don't give them do the site it. don't give them the site shut, shut, shut up shut oh, up, shut up, shut up. okay we'll shut cut this out fine. it's not gov okay okay <laughs> we'll cut this all out it's fine don't worry yeah so i feel like i can't i can't in good conscience carry on with the show without bringing up um the matrix resurrections trailer oh boy <laughs> that just dropped today sure yeah mm-hmm. did you did you see this yeah mm-hmm. I, yeah we did yeah you guys saw it are you are you pumped huh you know it's not as it's not as bad as i thought it was gonna be that's that's what i, I just, thought that's what right I, thought. I just don't I'm not 100% sure I need another Matrix movie, but well, I, I, you know, I, it doesn't look bad. I think one of the Wachowski uh, siblings also didn't feel like they needed a Matrix movie because there's only one <laughs> mm-hmm. of them. It's just Lana, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, many so many people, including one of the creators of the Matrix, <laughs> decided, we don't need this. <laughs> nah, that, nah we're, we're good. Didn't everybody die at the end anyway? Like, Pretty eh, much. We're fine. The other odd thing is, uh, is they decided to invite everyone back except Lawrence Fishburne, which is odd if you are not uh, balls deep in the Matrix lore, because, and this is going to be news go. to a lot of you in uh, oh, the podcast okay. world. I'm breaking the news for millions of you right now. After the Matrix, the third Matrix movie, there was an online video game that was written by the Wachowskis and is considered canon. And Morpheus dies in the 2005 Matrix online video game. And so there you go. But but you said everyone dies at the end of the third movie. <laughs> so uh, look, I can't you know, I can't pretend to be in the mind of Lana yeah. Wachowski. She knows what she's doing. I'm just I'm along for the ride at this point. He's stepping in and out of mirrors and he's doing kung fu, but like yeah. with better special effects and things are blowing up. I don't know. You know, I, I, I realize that this is uh 
similar to how I'm sure some people felt when they saw there was a new Space Jam movie. Here we go with Space <laughs> Jam again. I'm very yep, sorry. We can't escape it. We're back to the Space Jam, back on our Space Jam bullshit. I think Space Jam is why there's going to be a new Matrix, because don't uh, they have like a yeah. Matrix scene in the new Space Jam? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, they're reaching in deep into the candy bag, pulling out that uh, bullet time from 2003, yeah. uh, That bringing that back, baby. So we might get a new mask, guys. We might get the mask sequel. Is we that it. Has that, been, has that been discussed? Not yet, but if this is happening, I mean, anything's possible. Anything's possible in the Warnerverse, <laughs> you know? With LG Rhythm in charge. I don't know. That's right. Well, uh, didn't so you'd have to get Jim Carrey on board for a mask sequel, and he's weird now. Didn't he get real weird? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did. He got real political. Paint, he does art. He's painting pictures. Yeah. yeah, political art. Well, I know he does paintings, but I feel like he's weird in public, oh. and I'm, I'm not sure if that's just him or if he's like, putting on a show it's like a it's like a piece you know not a hundred on that i'm not sure that's a problem with some of these eccentric types you can't tell when they're putting on an act for the sake of their Mm -hmm. brand or whatever and when they're just fucking weird right right in a few years we're gonna find out casey affleck is making a mockumentary with jim carrey where he has to be a weirdo (laughs) so it's a joaquin phoenix uh situation Yeah, yeah yeah i mean i that's why like i try to be really upfront when people get to know me like it's not an act. I'm just fucking weird. Right. I don't want there to be yeah. any confusion. Right. Don't. Here's the Jack Jar. Yeah, like this is this is who I am. I <laughs> this don't want is you to, me. I don't want yeah. you to think more of me than there is. I'm just I'm just a dope. And never, no one's ever, no one really ever has. You know? Right, because I'm very careful about making sure no one right. thinks I'm cooler than I am. Um, right. And and yeah, it's been successful so far. Nobody has ever thought that I was uh, cool. So, cheers. <laughs> Mission accomplished, baby. Mm-hmm. Is this where we're supposed to chime in and be like, no, 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 you're cool. Well, you were, uh, and you weren't supposed to ask if you were supposed to, so. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, boy. So, this good is, job. I'm not a very, good work. I'm not a very good friend. No, a bad friend, friends. but that's okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I just, I, I'm excited about, uh, I don't know, it made me feel like I was in college again, or just about to go into mm-hmm. college, because that was when the Matrix movies were big. It was like high school, college for me. Yeah, ninety nine. The first one came out. I mean, that's ancient. Holy history crap! Now, you know? Yeah, that's. Yeah, I was I was in high school. Twenty two years I remember, ago. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't even see it in the theaters. It was rated R. Right. You know? Yeah. I saw I it at home with my dad, enough. and I can't believe he let me watch it. That's a, it's a Christian allegory, you know. I was going to say there's it's allegory true. for Christ yeah. and Neo. It's true. Yeah. I don't know if he knew that at the time though, which is surprising. It was an R-rated Damn. movie. The, the rest of the family was gone, so it was like we were gonna oh, okay. we were gonna slum it a little bit. Just just the boys, you know. Yeah. He wanted to bond with you. Bonding time, right. yeah. Yeah, props to him. Yeah, you know? yeah. Seems like a great dad. Had some <laughs> f words though, you know. Got to wash the ears out and hear those f words. Oh, that's and sunglasses true, yeah. and trench coats. Violence that's is fine, true. but you get those f words in there. It's like <laughs> right. You shoot yeah. a man in the head all day long, but you stay away from those those four letter words, baby. Speaking of four letter words. <gasps> I don't have a good transition. <laughs> you know what else is a four-letter word? Poet. <gasps> Pete helped me with an assist. Whoa! Thank what you. a great, what a great cool friend. <laughs> Wait a minute! <laughs> Nobody's my cool friend. <laughs> you said you didn't want to be cool, want, or I, you go out of your way to make people think. I go out of my way to remind people that I am. That you cool, are cool, which, and that you deserve the praise. Right. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I should try that instead. The way I've been doing it just sucked. I called myself the bad boy of podcasting earlier, so. So you know he's Big. full of shit. Yeah, he's <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Well, I brought you boys a little modern day poets today. <gasps> modern day 
Day Poets. And the four-letter word I was speaking of is the name Eric. Eric. Because the song, plural, I've brought you today. Uh, 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 Is this a modern day poet's first? It is a first in our modern day poet's modern history. Whoa, fuck. Go on. And these are as modern of songs that we've ever talked about uh, on this segment before. One of these is fresh out the oven. (sighs) You're blowing my mind. Okay. So I'm bringing you two jams from Sir Eric Clapton. Oh, my God. Oh, no. No, Rick. I can't believe this. Oh, no. I know where this is going. Because Eric Clapton this week. Did I say Clapton? Eric Clapton. (laughs) Eric's Clapton. Clapton them cheeks, Eric. (laughs) Eric Clapton this week decided he's had enough. Yeah. And he needed to release a song to release the tension that he's been feeling Mm-hmm. because of all these restrictions due to COVID-19. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this week, Eric uh, released a song called This Has Gotta Stop. Oh, my God. A, a thinly veiled uh, anthem raising up all the anti-maskers and anti-vaxxers. And I thought we should run through the lyrics and, okay, uh, yes. and kind of dissect this. Because he doesn't come right out, and we'll get to this. He doesn't come right out and say what has got to stop. Sure. It's just this. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But I think we can read between the lines today. Okay. And then uh, I have a, a follow-up, because I didn't even realize until this news broke that he had already written a uh, anti-mask, anti-government kind of ballad uh, last year. He, yes. And so we'll go over that one, too, called Stand and Deliver. But oh, first, boy. we're going to start with This Has Gotta Stop. All right. Hit me. There's not a lot of meat here, and that's why I brought a second song. <laughs> he repeats himself a lot. Well, he's very old and probably sick, you know, so you can't blame him for... And the talent has just... The well has <laughs> run dry. It has run dry. All right, so we start and we open with the titular line, This has got to stop. Enough is enough. I can't take this BS any longer. <laughs> Whoa, he said Eric. BS? The letters B and oh, S. Coming in hot right next with, to each the, other. with the toilet talk. It's it's abbreviated, but everybody knows what he's saying. Yeah. What if you got kids? What if you got kids well, listening? His, his son fell out of a, a window and died when he was four. Oh, so, so he probably he doesn't have to worry about he's that. He's not thinking about kids because Nah, nah. Oh, that that's dark as fuck. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's the truth. Holy shit. Uh, in the in the nineties he wrote a song about it called Tears in Heaven. So. That's what that oh song's my about? God. Yeah, it's about his son who fell out a window and died. You think he'd, you know, you think he'd want to protect children these days, but apparently not nah. shit anymore. Nah, just sneeze on him. Well, he's already conquered windows, so he's moving <laughs> yeah, on to masks. He's moving on. Uh, yeah. So uh, Eric doesn't even have the balls to say bullshit. Instead, it's just BS. This crap. This dookie. <laughs> this poop. Stinky poo poo has to stop. Yeah. So then he moves on. It's gone far enough. If you want to claim my soul. You'll have to come and break down this door. What? <laughs> if you want to claim my soul, you'll have to come and break down this door. I don't want to I don't want to dive into the mechanics too soon. Sure. But is there is there rhyming happening here or is it just not cuz he's using very simple words. So I feel like rhyming yeah. would not be difficult. Honestly, I think Eric Clapton posted on his Facebook page and then just set it to music. I think that's what's going on here. This is just a post of his. And he was like, oh, shit, this is a good jam. 
Actually, you know what? I'm going to set this to music. I mean, yeah. unless you count enough is enough rhyming with it's gone far enough, which is just rhyming enough and enough. <laughs> right. Uh, which is not a rhyme. And it's in the next line scheme. It's all over the place. Yeah, it's uh, uh, yeah, longer and door, I guess, maybe is what he's going for. Um, I can't well, take this BS any longer. And then line, line, you'll have to come and break down this door. I mean, if he's inside, he's already he's locked in. He's locked. <laughs> that's in. a good point. So that's yeah. a good point. It should okay. say you'll have to, you know, come find me at Mariano's or something. Right. And then shove right, me yeah. in a closet somewhere. Because you can't hold me down, America. God bless. Which he's English, by the way. So yeah, I, I mean UK, United Kingdom, of Britain, <laughs> of 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 the unit, the K. So he goes on. I knew that something was going on wrong. <sighs> something was going on wrong. It's not something wrong was going on. Yeah, and it's not even setting up a rhyme. So I don't know. Why, yeah, why he phrases it that way. Uh, I knew that something was going on wrong when you started laying down the law. I mean, so like Eric, just no, <laughs> no. When you started laying down the law, is he talking about the invention of law? Like <laughs> going back, the to, very yeah, going back to yeah. ancient uh, ancient Mesopotamia. He's like, that's when we fucked up. Right back then, yeah, eye for an eye, that was too far. When Moses brought those slabs down, you know, yeah, he's like, don't murder. It's like, come on, dude. Yeah. What about right. my rights, my freedoms? I'm Eric Clapton. Don't tread on me, snake flag. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to clap back at you, <laughs> you know? I would love to covet my neighbor's wife. She's so covetable. I, I know a lot of Eric Clapton trivia, apparently. Uh, actually, it was George Harrison who coveted Eric Clapton's wife. Oh! oh. So that's why he's pissed. That's right. And uh, That's and... why he threw his kid out that window. <laughs> oh, wait. No, 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 no. You're, I'm wrong. Layla was about George Harrison's wife, so he did covet his, his neighbor's wife. I'm Eric coveted? Oh, so Eric Clapton coveted. Eric coveted George Harrison's George wife, Harrison's wrote a wife. song about her. Patty something? I can't remember her name. Yeah, okay. eventually they got married, I think. So he, okay. Yeah, there you go. He Okay, hold on. So he covets George Harrison's wife and then That's right. brags about it in a fucking song? Well, he wasn't bragging when he wrote it. He was basically, he wrote their, this love song about... Mm-hmm. You know how shitty George Harrison was for her. Um, <laughs> wow. It's called Layla. Yeah. If you know, listen to it. And um eventually I think they yeah, he did end up marrying George Harrison's wife. And Harrison was at the the um wedding, if I remember correctly. Oh wow. That's rock and roll, man. What a great you know? way to like burn somebody is to like write a right? song about their wife or significant other and just change the name. Like Layla instead of Patty. Yeah, like I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write a song about your wife, Rick, and it's gonna be great. But I'm gonna call it like Rebecca or something, and no one's gonna know for like 40 years. It'd be hilarious. But you still reference me in the song by name. <laughs> your husband Rick Ashula. He's a stupid piece of shit. He's five eleven and brown hair. <laughs> Lives at this address. <laughs> Well, it, it, he didn't say Jenny, so he can't be talking about so, me. So clearly, this is just a work of fiction. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Let's get back to this song. What's Rebecca Jenny Sh- Shula? <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, I mean, never mind. Fuck. <laughs> hey, fuck. Oh, fucking shit. But you, you run out of just money. Just fucking so you cut can't this out. <laughs> Are we singing the Pokemon theme song? By the way. <laughs> I guess. 
gotta cover them all, my neighbor's wives. <laughs> it's the default. It's like, you know, it's in perfect iambic pentameter. It's really the perfect song. So. <laughs> all right. So Mr. Clapton moves on. I can't move my hands. I break out in sweat. I want to cry. I can't take it anymore. Oh, nut up, Eric. You know, we all had to do it. Mm-hmm. Crying to your crying to your millions of fucking dollars. He's probably got a bigger home than any of us. Right. Yeah, what 100% he what does. What do you got to cry about, Eric? And I can't I know. Why, why can't he move his hands? <laughs> Who's holding his hands down? That wasn't a that wasn't a restriction. And it's too warm in his house? Like, I don't know, turn on the AC. Again, you're rich, you can afford it, bro. Yeah. Yeah, Eric, set it to like a 72. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah, open a window, get a window fan, get a little breeze going. You will be okay, buddy. You will be fine. Uh, This has got to stop. Enough is enough. I can't take this BS any longer. That's going to come back a few times. It's far enough. You want to claim my soul. You have to come down and break this door. So that's our, I guess, our chorus here. Terrible chorus. Yeah. It is bad. Real bad. All right. We move on to the next verse. I've been around long, long time. That's true. Seen it all, and I'm used to being free. I, I mean, sure. He's old. Yeah. Right. He looks. He looks good for his age, you know. He seems like he's keeping it tight. Yeah, we can give him that. Yeah, you're right, Rick. This is like your uncle's Facebook post <laughs> set to music. 100% right. Yeah, or something your aunt is like uh, forwarding around. Yeah. yeah. It's like a screenshot of an image. And it's got Eric like- Clapton's <laughs> forwards from grandma <laughs> album. It's like superimposed over like a bald eagle with its wings spread, you know? Uh, I know who I am. Well, that's good. Yeah. So he's not that old. A lot of guys his age might not. So that's, yeah, right. that's good. That was good to yeah, establish. Right, right. I know I'm Eric Clapton. Don't worry about that part. <laughs> Forget that. Try to do what's right. So lock me up and throw away the key. But he was just complaining about being stuck inside. And wanting to, <laughs> and being free. He's, yeah, he may know who he is, but that's as far as it goes. Get your fucking story straight, bud. Right, he can't know left from right now. Oh, Eric. Uh, back to the chorus. Yeah, can't take this BS any longer. (laughs) I love this next line, dude. (laughs) Thinking of my kids. (laughs) What's left for them? And then what? What's left of them? Because he's missing the one. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. (laughs) It's been like 30 years, right? We're fine. (laughs) We're okay. It's not like a look. Okay. We're okay, right? Just saying. Uh, I'm, don't cut this out. <laughs> I don't have any problem making fun of Eric Clapton's son. <laughs> All right, thinking of my kids, what's left for them, and then what's coming down the road? The light in the tunnel could be the southbound train. Lord, please help them with their load. Don't start what rhyming now. What is he now. talking about? Yeah, I know, right? We were so close. I guess he's he rhyming almost- in the he's rhyming in the verses. At first, I, I didn't see it because in the first verse, he rhymes law with anymore. But if you say law like a British person, it rhymes with anymore. So lore. Lore, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. OK, so yeah. he's rhyming in the verse, I guess. Fine. Whatever. Uh, help them with their load. OK, that's gross. Um, <laughs> and he's asking the Lord. To yeah, do it, gross. Too. Come on, Eric. Yeah. I thought this was Eric. about COVID. Eric, put money in your jack jar, you pervert. So <laughs> you sick and perv. I-, I like the light in the tunnel. It could be the southbound train. Yeah. For, you know what? I don't know. It might not be, you know, the end of days. It might not be seeing, you know, the light at the end of this darkness. It could just be a fucking yeah. train. If you're facing north, 
looking into a train tunnel and you see a light. Yeah, motherfucker, it's the southbound train. What do you? <laughs> There's what? no question. Idiot. Sorry, I'm just really. Is he trying to? Is he trying to make a a, a death analogy? Because it just doesn't make any sense. Like you avoid death by being locked down. I think he's. And how are you going to die from sitting inside? I just I don't understand what he's getting at here. He's just mad and he can't take it anymore, right? He wants is to he, cry. It's so bad. Is he talking yeah, about so right. like the light at the end of the tunnel? You know, I like th- I, th- I, th- I think so. Um, so like you know, the light at the end of the tunnel, we would say with the lockdown and stuff is okay. We're all going to be masked up and we're going to social distance and and stay home more right. for a while. And then the light at the end of the tunnel is people don't die and we can go back to normal sooner. Uh huh. But he's exactly. saying that could be a train that's coming to run us over. Is that is that what he's saying? I can't. I'm. I don't know if I'm getting it. I think this is a uh, classic um, moment of the right of, you know, the uh, the solution could be worse than the problem. Okay, yeah. So he's saying it could, the light at the end of the tunnel actually could be way worse than what we're, just yeah. being in the tunnel. Oh. what He should just take some of that fucking horse dewormer medicine that all the conservatives are taking and... <laughs> And turn into a horse. Yeah, Eric. Just take a horse tranquilizer and sleep through this. You'll wake up in a year and you'll be fine. <laughs> you won't be able to get erections anymore, but you'll be you'll be fine <laughs> otherwise. Yeah. He's probably not getting it. He's pretty old. Yeah. He chases it with a four hymns pill. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Four horse. <laughs> four horses. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, then we get the chorus repeated a couple times and a little, this door, this door, break down this door, this door, this door, break down this door. I kind of want to listen to this on Spotify, but I don't even get, want to give him the fraction of a penny he would get from listening to it. So I'm not going to do it. You need to download this illegally. (laughs) Yeah. I was a bit, I was pretty excited, Rick, when you said it was going to be a modern, (laughs) modern day poets. And, uh, now I'm just angry. I know. It's fine. It's you. I feel like uh, you baited and switched me. Yeah, I was gaslighting you, man. I catfished you. <laughs> I clapfished. No, I'm not gonna even say it. I think I think you had something there, but that's okay. We can we can move on. Oh uh, yeah. So what's this other song you got? Uh, it's called Stand and Deliver, and he actually teamed up with. Oh shit, who was it? Garth Brooks or something? Van Morrison. Yeah, that's right. Who's another old rock man who is pissed about COVID? These old white guys are super pissed that people are telling them to stay inside. And they're the ones most at risk, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> We're looking out for you, Eric. We're looking out for your best interests. Right. I'm staying home so Eric Clapton doesn't get COVID. And this is how he repays me. Yeah. Son yep. of a bitch. Yelling at you from his porch. <laughs> so, yeah, they put out this song uh, last year, I believe, um, kind of an anti-lockdown anthem. Mm. So it starts with, you let them put the fear on you, stand and deliver. But not a word you heard was true. But if there's nothing you can say, there may be nothing you can do. Okay, okay. So this is just the same thing as the other song, basically. I would say almost somehow better. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, he wrote this first, so he had already... This is the only idea he had. Because the la- the other one literally is just like a... Uh, yeah, yeah. This fucking sucks. I'm so fucking dumb with this shit. Man, this BS. Also, I, I just want to point out, and I don't I don't know Eric Clapton's life, but my life isn't that different with COVID. You know what I mean? Sure. Like I'm yeah. working from home. Um, but I still go out to places. You know, I still I, I put a mask on, but I'm still going out and doing things. I have to imagine that a fucking insanely rich old man, I bet you his life is like no different. He, there's nothing. Nobody's asking him to do really anything. Yeah. So I, I don't fully get 
I don't want to rant too much. I don't fully get what he's where he's coming from. Just buy the grocery store, Eric. Buy a Whole Foods. Yeah. And you can go to it anytime you want. It's your Whole Foods now. No one can go to it but you. It's your Whole Foods. Oh, I'm sorry. This is Eric Clapton's Whole Foods. You'll have to go to the one down the street. (laughs) Do you want to be a free man or do you want to be a slave? White white guys talking about slavery is always you're on the right track. Right. You're doing good, Eric. There's that train you were talking about. About to run you over. (laughs) Uh, He repeats that line. And then do you want to wear these chains until you're lying in the grave? Hmm. These are bold claims from this old man yeah who's probably pretty close to the grave i don't want to be a pauper and i also don't want to be a prince i I, okay thank you for letting us know um what does that have to do with covid this is just an aside actually oh okay all right he's talking to he's he was he was siding with van morrison you know i don't really be a pauper or a prince do you van nah me neither no eric okay cool I don't want to be in the mud and, and the responsibilities of a prince. Oh, yeah. Are you right. kidding me? Look at Prince Charles. Oh, my Governing? God. Governing? Governing? Oh, no. Thank right? you. No, thanks. What does he want to do, though, Rick? I just want to do my job playing the blues for friends. <sighs> okay. Aww. I take back everything. I, that's so sweet. That is oh, so, so sweet. <laughs> he just wants to play some music for his pals. That's so sweet. I mean, look, Eric, I, you know, Brandon and I are in a band. We want to play music for friends, yeah, too. Yeah, you know, but, for pals. But you can't really play music for your friends if they're all dead. True, see? true. So that's the thing. He's got to remember that. You could play at their funeral, which would be a nice gesture, and I'm sure their family would sure. appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the older you get, the more gigs you get. I want Eric Clapton to play at my funeral, actually. So if you guys could arrange that, I would really appreciate it. This song, for sure. He needs to play this yeah. one. We might have to kill you first, you know? I expect one of you to kill me before before too long, so yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Uh, Magna Carta, <laughs> Bill of Rights, the Constitution. What's it worth? Just paper. Just ink on paper, baby. He's just grasping at straws here. You know, usually I have some, something witty to say about modern-day poets, but this is just flabbergasting. I, you know, I can't, I can't make heads or tails of it anymore. I did. I pinned us up against the wall a bit. Uh, this is a tough one. It's not funny. It, I can't even make... It's not funny, you know? Like, nothing about this is funny. It's just sad. I mean, he is a sad old man. <laughs> yeah, right. that's true. Um, and I, I personally do find some humor in, in the, the sad old uh, folks, especially, especially in our country, but it, it seems that... Sure. England is is not much not much better. Um I mean it is funny, you know that he's sad. That's funny. <laughs> I do enjoy his unhappiness. <laughs> I'm only human. I like, don't know. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I appreciate his misery. So then we've got you know they're going to grind us down. Ah. Until it really hurts. <laughs> it does sound like he's in pain. It really does. Someone is physically going into Eric Clapton's house, breaking down his door, holding his hands down, and apparently grinding him until it hurts yeah, so bad. It really hurts. You think it's like gr- like dancing grinding? Oh, maybe. Oh, probably. Yeah, they're, like, huh? they're just like humping him, dry humping him real hard until yeah. it just hurts. And he's crying, and he's saying, I want to be free. I don't want to be a slave to your right. humping. <laughs> is this a sovereign nation? Or just a police state. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. You better look out, people, before it gets too late. Wise up, sheeple. Yeah. Take off those seatbelts. Right. Don't get that flu shot. Drinking and driving? Free country, baby. Do what you want. Do what you Do want. What you yeah, want. I, I want to look up the exploits of Eric Clapton at some point and see all the crazy shit he's done mm-hmm. to, to justify this song. Sleep with your neighbor's wife. 
Uh, <laughs> he was a coke addict, I think, too. So he had a song called Cocaine. Yeah. Eric just doesn't like rules, is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. It's like the, the petulant five-year-old, you know, pitching a fit. Right. Pitching a fit. Only he gets paid millions of dollars to do it. And I just have to go to my room. Yeah, I still do it. I still pitch my fits, but I don't get paid for it. Yeah. Now, cocaine, the song Cocaine was against cocaine, so he's... A, oh, so he drops... Oh, so that's he's anti-cocaine yeah, now. Okay. Yeah. He didn't He didn't write it, but it was still... He, he said it was against it, so yeah. He draws the line at the white line. <laughs> and then I right. snort it up. Yeah. Snort it up. Wait, wait. <laughs> Wait, Eric, that's not how it works. You don't just snort it all to get rid of it. No, if, I, if I do all the cocaine, there won't be any more left for anyone else to do. That's how I'll get rid of it. Altruism. You want to be your own driver or keep on flogging a dead horse? That doesn't even make any sense. Those aren't opposite things. Also, who's, nobody's riding a horse, Eric. You British Eric? bitch. It's 2021. <laughs> I think Eric Clapton gets around by horse and buggy, right? I think that much is obvious, yeah. Yeah. Right, for sure. So he didn't he didn't have the car metaphor because he didn't know they existed. He doesn't yes. understand that most of us or maybe he has a right. car, but he assumes because we're all poor plebes that we can't afford cars, so we still ride oh, around yeah. in buggies and things. Yeah, yeah. Oh sure. And he's in like a steam powered uh vehicle or something. Yeah. Sure. But he he wants to be relatable to the masses. That's his audience, so he's kind of descending to our level and presenting this metaphor right. that we'll understand. Do you want to make it better or do you want to make it w worse? Would it be worse? It would have to be worse if you were yeah. going for a, a, a straight rhyme. But or do you want to make it worse? Yeah, it sounds right. You want to make it worse? You want to be your own driver or keep on flogging a dead horse? Or keep on flogging a dead hearse. A dead hearse. Oh yeah, it could be... <laughs> flogging a dead, a dead hearse. Because what does a hearse, what does a hearse carry? Dead people. Dead people. Oh, okay, that makes actually way more sense. Yeah, that's what he was going for. I feel confident. That's in probably that. it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, now that makes sense. All right, so then we end end with stand and deliver. You let them put the fear on you. That's not how fear okay. works, Eric. It's no. in. Put the in, fear in no. you. You laid the fear atop them. You just let them do it like a blanket. Slow down the river, but not a word of it was true. If there's nothing you can say, there may be nothing you can do. He's yeah, I don't. What is that? What what can't? What's that? What's he talking about? It sounds like a river of lies. How metaphorical, Eric. Slow down the river. River yeah, Phoenix. Sorry, sorry, I got nothing. Maybe, <laughs> maybe river. I mean, yeah. possibly at this point. It's as good of a guess as any of us could have. Yeah, I, I I'm with you on that. Yes, River Phoenix. Someone needs to tell him River Phoenix died in 1993. Well, he's probably equating you know his fear of lockdown and his uh. His fear of dying in lockdown to the death of River Phoenix. Yeah. Oh, and that's so what he just calls death. So he says, right. slow down the river. And that's how right. Eric Clapton says, stave off death. I'd, right. Mm -hmm. I don't want to die. Yeah. See, it all makes sense now. Damn, Eric. Yeah. He's actually a genius. Yeah. And then he ends with the uh, titular line, stand and deliver, stand and deliver. And then one last little line right as he leaves. And he's like, I imagine he, he kind of yells it as he's walking away. Dick Turpin wore a mask too. Mm. And apparently Dick Turpin was an old English by the way, it sounded like he rode a horse and would yep. rob carriages. Uh-huh. And awesome. he was a thief. And he apparently wore a mask. And so if you wear a mask, you're no better than an old English thief. Wikipedia says uh Turpin became the subject of legend and romanticized his dashing and heroic in English ballads. Oh. So So that sounds good. You know. Yeah, I know. I want to look like a badass. Like, that would be cool, right? So he, yeah, I'm gonna. So just his. So okay. So this is. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
<laughs> you broke them. I'm, 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 broke I'm like, them. Dick, okay, so Dick Turpin. I keep wanting to say Dick Durbin, who's my Dick senator. Durbin. <laughs> um, <laughs> my old senator. <laughs> he, he wore a mask, too, on the floor of the Senate. Did you see? It was inspirational. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dick Turpin, horse thief, okay, but romanticized yeah, uh-huh. hero. Is is he is he well known? I'm guessing to hit to to Eric's audience, the English, the English, maybe the People English. Talk yeah. about Dick Turpin, maybe like on the schoolyard playing with their chums. Well, maybe it's equivalent to like um, you know, one of our West, like one of our Western heroes. Yeah, like Casimir Pulaski, like how everybody in Chicago talks about Casimir Pulaski all the time. <laughs> sure. You know? Yeah, we have a whole day. More like uh, I don't know, like. Paul Bunyan or something. Oh, like that. oh yeah. yeah. Or like Johnny like Appleseed. A, like a hero of the old West. Sure, sure yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like River Phoenix. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> Eric Clapton's personal hero. I come I, how come I can't think of any old West uh, like John, hero? I John Wayne? Say John Wayne, but he's an actor. He was an actor. Uh, he's an actor. I uh, meant like an actual Jesse James. Billy Jesse the Kid? James. Billy the sure. Kid. Sure. Billy the Yeah, Jesse James. All right, that's good. Yeah, that. The assassination of Robert Ford by the coward uh Jesse Ventura. Uh, Jesse James. That was how I got to Jesse James. And like everyone thinks he's cool now, you know? Because he was very cool. Right. It's like how they romanticize Al Capone in Chicago, even though he was like a murderous syphilitic you know mob bastard same thing there was there there was that story about jesse james where uh he stayed the night in some old widow's cabin when he was on his way and it was a bad storm Uh and she like opened the opened the house to him and let him stay and fed him and just made sure he was warm and comfortable and then she was talking about how the the bank was coming tomorrow to like repossess her house unless she could pay this thousands of dollars and so he's like here take this money this thousands of dollars that I have on me and give it to the, give it to the banker. I want you to be taken care of. And she's like, Oh, bless you. Bless you. And then he rides off. The banker comes, she gives him the money and then the banker leaves and Jesse just robs the banker and just gets his money back. Classic. <laughs> I, I just love it. I just love it. Damn. That's great. Good, good guy. So I'm going to wear a mask. I'm wearing a mask. Then. Yeah. I'm definitely putting on a mask. So, so yeah. So in conclusion, yeah. wear a mask, right. just like Dick Turpin. Or Jesse James. You might as well have said Guy Fox wore a mask too. Yeah. You're gonna get a whole bunch of nerds putting on that mask then. Yeah. Right. Eric. How come we don't have Guy Fox shaped uh face masks? Just the bottom half the with bottom like half. the yeah. curly yeah. mustache and the little <laughs> yeah. goatee. People would mistake it for Rick. That's my <laughs> Is that Rick? Is that Rick? Where, where'd you get that Rick mask? Oh, that looks it. great. I can't rob any banks. <laughs> That's the guy from the song that Brandon wrote. <laughs> Yeah, that song Rebecca. Oh, that's a great that's yeah. a great tune. <laughs> great song, love it. Yeah, love yeah, it. that's me. Yeah, I'll sign your <laughs> I'll sign your mask. I'll sign your mask. <laughs> oh, folks. Well, I think that brings us to the end of this action packed and uh hyper politically conservative <laughs> yeah, sorry. installment of uh of uh modern day poets. I forgot the name of the segment for a second. Because I was so thrown off by Eric Clapton's poetry, his poetry, really. I'm sorry y'all had to hear that, but um, I had to look into it, and I wanted us to all go through it together. Hey, I think it's great that we, you know, we can't be accused of bias. Yep. We're bringing in all these different perspectives, and the audience can decide what they believe, right? right? Fair and balanced. <laughs> we did shit all over his perspective, we but really that's neither did. here nor there. Exactly. Like my like my favorite news source, Fair and Balanced News for for. <laughs> For our audience. Absolutely. Folks, that's going to do it for us. And uh, we are just so grateful to you for continuing to tune in week after week. Um, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email at fourguysonatrain at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up on Instagram at fourguysonatrain. And uh, 
follow us on Twitter at the number four guys on a train. Leave us a review on um, iTunes or Podchaser or I don't know. Do they do reviews? I don't want to correct you, but it's I believe it's called Apple Podcasts now. Oh, do they call it Apple Podcasts? Yeah, iTunes is is no longer. I think yeah. get with the times, Eric Clapton. Jesus. <laughs> So yeah, leave us a review there, or if you know if you find a portal to another dimension where they still call it iTunes, we'd probably appreciate a review over there too. That'd be great. Um, yeah, and uh, I guess uh, that'll do it. So bye. See ya. Dick Turpin wore a mask too. <laughs> Four Guys on a Train is produced by Brandon Johnson, Peter Cosmo, and Rick Schuler. Episode edited by Rick Schuler. The Four Guys on a Train theme song was written and performed by Brandon Johnson, and uses a sample of MetroTrain.Wave from freesound.org being used under the Creative Commons Attributions License.